Hey, what's up? This is Matt from D-Cracks and you are listening to Le Dummy Room. What's up, guys? This is Dummy Room Punk Rock Podcast, number 160. I am Nate, and this week I have one of my favorite people ever, Craig. What's up, dude? Hey, Nate. How's it going? It's going good, dude. You're obviously from uh, Craig from the Remingtons, Craig from Batfoot, Craig from Endless Detention. You're all over the place, dude. <laughs> yep. I'm just Craig. Last time we talked, you were, you were locked down pretty tight yet. Are we still are, and it's been almost three months now. Damn. Yeah, it's uh, kind of sucks. So we are only allowed out for you know essential stuff, medical food. Is it working? I mean, are people? Is it spreading there? Well, um, in the last week, they've said the curves kind of flattened a bit, um, but our, our numbers have never been as high as the rest of the world. Some of those numbers were crazy high what we saw, but we're about twelve hundred a day in the in the state I am anyway, and um, yeah, and it's just slightly starting to flatten out and they've already mentioned that our freedom day is I think mid next month so once that comes along and we're at I think 70% double dosed we can continue on and uh, people that are not vaccinated they are not allowed to do anything they'll still be locked down and still have the same rules they've got now until they're vaccinated they're bringing out a um, it's, they're calling it a vaccination passport. It's like a QR code on your phone and you'll scan into a restaurant or whatever and if you're not vaccinated, they won't let you in. Oh, really? Holy fuck. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and huge fines for anyone and any company caught doing the wrong thing. <laughs> but we're all, uh, we haven't had haircuts in like three months so everyone's uh, looking oh, nice. a bit uh, shady and... KJ? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see him? Yeah. I didn't even recognize him. I didn't either, man. I was like, who is that guy, you know? It looked like, um, you know, what's that Tom Ham- Tom Hanks movie where um, he gets, I don't know if he's shipwrecked or yeah. something and he lives on the island? Uh, Yeah, what was that called? Um, I, can't, I can't remember. He makes friends with the ball. Oh, fuck. It's going to drive me nuts. Wilson, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember what it's called. It's a good movie, though, dude. It is. Imagine having KJ instead of Tom Hanks, though. Straight to the Oscars. <laughs> I don't know. Tom Hanks is pretty good. I don't know. Do you think you could ever be friends with a volleyball like that? Do you, would do you like how long do you think you have to be on there before you start talking to a ball? I don't know. Uh, some people I've talked to, I uh, prefer talking to a ball. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know. Has KJ has he uh, gotten a haircut since? I haven't uh, seen any pictures. I, I think I did see a photo of him actually looking all clean shaven and fresh again. That's cool. Back to godlike looking KJ. <laughs> so um, I wanted to mention uh, I've had this is the first episode in a while, dude. I've had uh, I've had some cancellations. Apparently, no one wants to be on the show. Uh, you know, I, I book them and then the, like the last minute they cancel because maybe they realize what they're doing. But um, yeah, so I've had a really hard time. But 
I recorded last week with uh, with John from Mom's Basement. Just didn't just didn't work out or whatever. So um, we had, we had kind of talked about a few things that I kind of wanted to bring up real quick with you. Uh, first thing is uh, Mom's Basement Records Fest. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah. Um. Obviously, you're not going, but um, I'm not going either. But it's uh, I think it's um, not really prepared for this. But I think it's October first. It's a Friday night. I know it's at the Brass Rail in Fort Wayne, and I who's playing? Jason's beating termites. Yep. Um, Putts going places. Um, Flamingo nosebleed. Uh, and yeah. Covert and Co- covert flops. Yep. Yeah. I just wanted to mention it again. That's cool. I don't know if it's sold out, but you can buy tickets through John's website. Uh, the Canadian one, uh, night two. I know that we can't. I know the Jasons and the Termites were supposed to play. They can't because uh, I assume it's because they can't get into the country. John's not going because he can't get into Canada. So whatever. But uh, yeah, that's happening in Canada. Hamilton, I think. So, so they can't get in because of is it the border shut because of COVID? I, I believe that's the reason why. But um, yeah, maybe not. It should be. I, I see these um, unreal-looking shows and just feel so depressed because, you know, I'm not even allowed out of my house. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, oh, well. And then the other thing I wanted to mention that me and John had talked about was the Lorenas. Ah, uh, yes. From Canada, from uh, Hamilton. Um, he's putting out uh, the new record, which isn't really new. It's an old record being re-released with a bunch of rare tracks. I don't know unreleased stuff so sounds cool dude i had never heard them before uh earlier this week when he sent me a song and i was like oh, this shit's pretty good you know um of course that's lash of vapid i don't you think she wants to be called lash of vapid i never thought of that lash of reed but i would lash of vapid sounds cool to me if you're yeah if you're with the the lead singer of the vapids you want to call yeah you want to call <laughs> me mrs vapid or mr vapid whatever yeah yeah we talked about it with john last week and I had never heard the song, so I was like, fuck. Uh, I think the next day he sent it to me, and I'm like, this song's fucking awesome. And I'm like, I don't want to just not comment on this song. Which, which song did he send you? The Peroxide Suicide. And I was like, this song's fucking great. And once the, the I heard that melody, that guitar melody, like right after the first verse, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck, dude. I was like, it's going to be in my head all day. And it's like five days later, and it's still in my head. God damn, it's so good, but cool song. So I just wanted to, I wanted to make sure I brought it up. Um, should we listen to it? I, and, and then actually today, you told me that it's already out. It's like on their Bandcamp page, and I had no idea. Yeah, I think it's a, um, it's a two-track <laughs> thing on the Bandcamp page. I think it was like a promo for their upcoming album. So yeah, yeah, like 15 years ago. Yeah, is that 2004 or five or something? Yeah, somehow I missed the ball. Um, but which, which is weird. I was doing a comp probably back in, uh, 2006, 2007, and somebody had thrown their name out at me. I remember somebody said, you should get the Lorena's. And I was like, who are the Lorena's? And they were like, oh, that's Jimmy Vapid's, you know, girlfriend or wife at the time or whatever it was. There was some connection with Jimmy Vapid I knew. And I was like, oh, that's cool. But it just never, no one ever asked him or I never got in touch. So, but I had never heard him. So, very cool. Very cool song. I'm, everyone else has heard it apparently besides me, but let's check it out. Yeah, awesome. <laughs>
You dig it? I dig it. It's really good. I really like it. Actually, um, yeah, nice and fast, and I'm excited for the whole album. Yeah, I want to hear the whole thing. Um, for some reason, John doesn't like sending me whole records anymore. Sends me a song. Uh, he's making you wait like the rest of us. <laughs> it's like, fuck, dudes. I want to hear the whole thing. So anyways, but I'll wait. I'll wait, I guess. So what else is going on, dude? Uh, I jotted down some things, actually, that have got me excited, that are, um, I've read about or seen pop up on Facebook and things like that. I got a couple things. What are you excited for? Well, big one. Um, Mangers recording a new album. When was that, dude? I didn't even see that. Oh, I, I saw it about, it must have been a week ago or so. Um, picture of them, and they were, I think they were in a studio. Like a new album? I, I don't know. I hope so. It seems like it'd be too quick for a new Mangies album. You know, just last year they put one out. It seems like it'd be too fast, but I hope so. I hope you're right. Yeah, so do I. I can only imagine the hell I'll... Co- now, here we go. I am right. So... Getting together for the first time in a while and working on new tunes. So, there it is. Solid information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't see that. The other thing I had, also, I think big news is new Screeching Weasel album. Yeah, that's what I was... That's You just reminded me of that. So, that's a good one, dude. Yeah, I didn't even know they were planning on recording and then all of a sudden seeing photos and, and stuff. So, great. Yeah, uh... I just saw, I think Mike, I think Mike Kennedy posted something about it. Or I saw a picture of him and Ben. So it's going to sound great. Dude, it's going to be killer. You know, the last record was so good. The last one's instant classic. I think a lot of people uh, might have gone in not wanting to like it. <laughs> but um, yeah, but yeah I, I loved it. And I tried not to listen to it too much um, because it was, remember they released it digital only as soon as their first pandemic thing hit. And um, yeah. yeah, yeah, and then yeah, I, I was waiting for for the vinyl to come out, and then yeah, it's just great. You put <laughs> it on, and just from from start to finish, just a solid album, up there with one of their best. Anyway, I think when that album first came out, I was I totally drank the Kool Aid on it from day one. You know, I'm like, this is the third greatest Screeching Weasel record, you know, and everyone thought I was nuts, and you know how that went. But um, dude, but I stand by it, man. I still, when I hear that album, it's still killer. Like. It is definitely a classic Weasel album. Definitely number three for me. Yeah, I, I don't know where I'd put it, but um, 
it's yeah high it's for sure it's great yeah so dude there isn't a bad screeching weasel album you know maybe emo but you know first world kicked ass the last record kicked serious ass this one's gonna be great so i can't wait to hear it dude hey did you see this is a really fun one just today i think was the first time i saw it but horror section is gonna be putting out a cassette i don't i normally i would never get excited for a cassette but it's the album and it looks like it comes in like a a vhs case really did you see that I didn't see it, no. Yeah, it looks cool as fuck, dude. I don't buy cassettes. I might buy this one. But um yeah. Apparently it's in a in a VHS cassette tape. So Oh nice. It sounds different. Cool packaging. That's um that's a band that's due for a new album, surely. They were due last year, dude. Yeah, of course they're due, but um no, I think this comes out it's on uh it's a I think this comes out near uh closer to Halloween. Yeah. Which makes no brainer there, right? Yeah, it makes uh, perfect sense for them. Um how about the Ergs, dude? I know you're not a huge Ergs fan, but they're playing shows this year, December. Yeah, um, I actually saw that and just a day or so ago and um, grabbed it and posted it in the, the group because I know uh, there's probably a bunch of people up that way that are going to be keen as to get to that one. I wish I could go, but it's New Jersey, dude. It's like a planet away. It's so hard with work and kids and stuff, though. Yeah, work, work sucks, dude. It's been super bad lately. Yeah, check it out. Just go to the Ergs. Ergs Facebook page, you'll see it. I think they're playing three shows. Yeah, New Jersey, Baltimore, and uh, Brooklyn, New York. So what else you got, man? I got one last cool little news thing before we talk about uh, some other fun stuff. I've still got two or three things. Really? Yep. What do you got? Um, Copyrights, new album on Fat. Yeah, I forgot about that. That new song is fucking, what is it, Halos? Dude, it's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's typical, like, super catchy copyrights. I guess we finally crossed the finish line And we celebrate with red and white And you can sit all day and laugh it up But there's not a goddamn thing to laugh Best thing is being on fat. It means that anyone down here in Australia's got a chance of seeing them. So when bands sign to a big label like Fat or things like that, we've got that glimmer of glimmer of hope that they're going to make it down here. Usually on the back of a bigger band that's touring at the same time, but yeah, still hope. 
that's cool. And maybe Remingtons can yeah. play that show. I'd love to. You 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 messaged me before about meeting um, uh, no effects. At least the the guy with the long hair in the band you said was nice. Did you guys play a show with them or what? Not no effects. Uh, we played with me first in the Gimme Gimmies. So Fat Mike couldn't play on that tour for some reason when they came down here. So um, Eric Melvin filled in for him on the tour, and uh, yeah, we 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 supported them then. It was uh yeah, he was such a normal nice guy just. You look up to them so much when you're like your kids, and then, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It turns out they're just normal guys. Like he was telling me how he, when he's on tour, he just misses his kids and stuff. That's pretty cool, dude. Yeah, no, it was, it was unreal. I mean, getting to meet your idols, we've done that, been lucky enough anyway to, to do that a bunch of times. So, yeah. So what else you got? Um, the Hardons. The Hardons have got a new album coming out with a new singer. That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So um. Yeah, Tim Rogers, who is a big deal down here in uh, in Australia. He's in another band called UMI. Um, he's uh, they've been around forever as well. They um yeah they've got Tim Rogers to join the band. They've, he's replaced Cash, and they've recorded a new album. And yeah, it's coming out soon. They've uh, released a single and um already, and it's uh it's yeah it's good. It sounds great. It's got that hard ons groove to it, and um yeah new singer. So it's interesting times. Can't wait for that, dude. What's that on? Do you know? Is are they? I don't even know what they're on these days. Uh, it's coming out on Cheer Squad Records down here. Um, I haven't hadn't heard of it before, but yeah. Hardons are a band that doesn't get uh, the attention here. Like I think they probably deserve. Yeah, I, I don't know how often they've been over there. I know they did that tour with um, the Queers and Toys That Kill uh, years ago. That's that one of those recorded live albums. But um, yeah, here they're they're pretty big. They they still get. Decent crowds when they play. What else you got? Uh, it's not new, new news, but I've seen a lot of people posting their photos, making me jealous. The new Queers album out, the uh, the cover album. So, yeah, dude, I actually I have your copy at my house. Yes, you do. <laughs> and uh, did you listen to it? I actually haven't, dude. I haven't had fucking time. But I did notice that it's bigger than other records. I told you that last night. Yeah, you just said it's strange. <laughs> it's like a quarter of an inch. But like, you know, I got the records and I I put them on the shelf and just sort of, I guess I forgot about them a little bit. I was actually uh, going through them last night and I was looking for something else. I was actually looking for Batfoot record and and I just, yeah, I put my finger on top of it. I'm like, that's weird. And I tried to push it down. Like maybe it wasn't all the way to the, you know, sitting on the shelf and it was. And I'm like, I don't think I have any other records that are, you know, LPs that are bigger than every other LP. It's weird. Yeah, where do you even, you know, where do you even find sleeves that are bigger than the the standard size? Anyway, I don't know. It's weird. Ask uh, Cleopatra Records. Yeah, um, yeah, Cleo, you 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 did some stuff with Cleopatra yourself. You guys were on a couple <laughs> comps, right? We were on yeah one comp with them. Okay, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> I seriously don't know how it happened. Like it's, we've got no right to be <laughs> on anything with those other bands. <laughs> So wait, let's back up. So what 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 is the name of the comp? I want to find it. I, I forget. It's a Christmas thing, right? Yeah, it's uh, Punk Rock Christmas. I'll just go right to Discogs because it'll be on there, right? Yeah, it's definitely on there. <laughs> oh, by the way, if you're wondering, nothing from Interpunk has arrived. Um. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So this is uh, <laughs> Suicide Machine, Slaughtering the Dogs, The Vibrators, Unwritten Law, UK Subs, Anti Nowhere League, Real Big Fish. Battalion of Saints, 
uh, Eddie and the Hot Rods, the members, 45 Graves, Smash Mouth, uh, <laughs> Hoist the Colors, Tempton Peck, Iggy Pop, and somehow Batfoot ends up on this thing. <laughs> yeah, I told you. It makes no sense. Crazy. So I got we got an email one day, and I read it, and it looked like... Um, it looked like spam. It looked like one of those, you know, um, you give us, give us a thousand dollars, and we'll, um, we'll put you on a compilation type of thing. Which, you know, you get those, and um, I, I dismissed it. Just did, I flicked through it and then dismissed it, deleted it or whatever. And a, a week or so later, I got another email from the same guy, and he was following up. So it was strange. So it wasn't like a, like some like a bot that had to send the email out. But I, um, I read through it again, and when I read it properly, it, it's. It was kind of, uh, it, it said, like, we'll give you, we'll pay you this much money to record a song for this compilation. And I emailed them back and said, and I asked him about it, is, is this legit? And he replied back straight away and he goes, yeah, it is. We'll pay you this much money. You record the song and we, we go from there. So we did. Um, it just had to be a Christmas song. And uh, I, I thought, I don't know what Christmas songs. And then. Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas is You. And um, no one else was keen. My Jimmy, our drummer, wasn't keen. The guy recording us wasn't keen. So we recorded it. And um, yeah, they hated it. They, we've never played it since. Yeah, of course. I, I remember <laughs> our, um, our recording guy sitting there saying, I hate Mariah Carey, I hate Christmas, now I hate Batfoot, and, you know, trifecta. <laughs> want a lot for Christmas There is just one thing I need I don't care about the presents Underneath the Christmas tree I just want you for my own More than you could ever know Make my wish come true All I want for Christmas Is you Christmas, there is just one thing I need I don't care about the presents underneath the Christmas tree I don't need to hang my stocking there upon the fireplace Santa Claus will make me happy with a toy 
But I look at the track list and there's huge bands. But dude, I listen to Batfoot way more than it, all the bands on this thing. It's just, none of them are my thing at all, you know? But it's. <laughs> my son's into Shrek at the moment, so he's into that All Star song. And I just keep telling him, yeah, yeah, they're label mates, are your dads. <laughs> but I asked him, like I said, because I was confused, and I said, how did you. How did you even hear about us? Like, we're in Australia and, like, tiny. And he said he he grew up listening to Screeching Weasel and he got hold of our first EP, the red one. And he said he loved it and somehow that was that. Yeah, but, I mean, back to the back to the Queers cover album. Um, I've seen people raving about it and saying it's one of the... Some, some people have said it's one of the albums of the year for them, which is so good to hear. I mean, I, I love covers. And I uh, love cover albums, and of course the queers do it so well. But yeah, I think I saw John Bates uh, say that it could be his album of the year, which uh, excites me. Yeah, the thing that for me is it's a cover album, so it's it's hard to get super excited about it. But how about the new Teenage Bottle Rocket? We haven't talked about that. No, we haven't, and um, I absolutely love it. Um, it's only out on I don't know if it's on CD but digital uh, vinyl's in November but I'm you know I'm trying not to listen to it because I'm waiting what'd you think of it though like overall it's, you know what do you I mean where's it compared like it's obviously not the best Bottle Rocket album but it's better than the last one I no I um, I would put it for me in the top three really okay yep um, I, I love it there's not an, a song on there that I'll skip it is um I don't know. I just love it. I, every single song I've, I I love, and I just can't stop listening to it. Even though I'm trying not to listen to it too much at the moment. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's um, it's it's right up there for me. It's it's perfect teenage bottle rocket for me. And um, both Ray and Cody, I think hit the nail on the head with producing perfect Ray and Cody songs for me. Anyway, um, I, I love every song on it. So, what's um, what's your What's your favorite Ray and Cody song of it? Favorite Cody dude is Hello Dana. Yeah. Oh god. So good. It is. It's uh it that's probably mine. <laughs> um and then you're never going out of style. AKA Talk to Me Summer, right? <laughs> yeah. Um Never Going Out of Style is definitely my favorite. I think I think my favorite overall song on the album. I just can't stop listening to that one. Uh so Riot Fest is this weekend, dude. I don't really care about Riot Fest. I've never been there. I'll probably never go. It's just become this, you know what it is, right? Riot Fest in Chicago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of it. Big. Started out as, a, as a, I would say, a punk rock fest and has grown to this huge fest where they have not as many punk bands, you know? Big headliners, and then, uh, but they still incorporate some good, some good bands in there. Um, this weekend, I don't even know who all played, uh, but... I did the only video, I've only seen one video uh, from the whole thing, and that was today. Uh, Joe from Capgun Heroes posted um, Bull Weevils playing, dude. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And I was like, yeah, I mean, it's so cool that, I mean, the Bull Weevils are, are back, I guess, you know? Yeah, and, and they've just obviously released that new single the, uh, with the, the Lillington's B side. Yeah, well, they're on Red Scare. They have a new album coming out, man. Unbelievable. I was like, how can the Bull Weevils, I mean, dude, they've been around since. 1989 I believe obviously they're they're not super active but it's so good to just have that band coming back and recording new music yeah and they sound sound as good as ever as well 
that new song, uh, uh, Liniment and Tonic. Fuck, dude, I was, I heard it and I'm like, holy fuck, this is like right on par with anything they've ever done. Probably better than a lot of anything they've ever done. <laughs> you know, I was completely blown away. I fucking loved it. And then, uh, you know, I guess it had a, I don't want to say it had a B-side, a B but um, it had a, in a, a song that went with it. And that, of course, was Black Hole in My Mind. What'd you think of them doing that, dude? I think it's a perfect one for them. I mean, if you're going to do a cover, do Lillington's, please. Yeah, and they, I mean, what a perfect song for them. Like, I guess, I guess if you said, you know, pick a song for the Bull Weevils to cover, I don't know if I'd even think of the Lillingtons, but once I heard it, I'm like, yeah, this is, damn, they did a really good job yeah, on it. So They smashed it. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, the new song, man. I once I heard it, I'm like, I gotta, pl- I gotta put that on a show, dude. I gotta play that song. It's that good. Cause I love the Bull Weevils, and I'm just, I'm super excited that there's, there's new music from them. So check this out. fucking surprise of the year for me because i had no idea bull weevils were recording or doing anything no it came um yeah it's just straight out of nowhere which is a good surprise again they used to play in my town um they played here a few times so i'd go see them you know back in like the the mid 90s always loved it when they came around so very cool i saw the video daryl's it seems like that guy's like eight feet tall already but then it's when he's jumping around, dude, it's like, this guy's a monster. Yeah, he's big, and, right? Yeah. He looks huge on that stage. <laughs> yeah, he's tall, but uh, yeah, dude, they sounded great. Isn't he a doctor? He is a doctor, yeah. 
That's, uh, I think um, I remember you posted. I think it was, or you talked about it on an episode that he was on. Was he on like a talk show, or, or the band played on a um, some kind of show? Yeah, the band was on like some. I I I don't know what it was. I assume it's some local, you know, Chicago channel. Um, but yeah, they played, and uh, but he did during the pandemic. He was on like every podcast <laughs> and like all kinds of media stuff. So um, I'm not sure why. But yeah, super super good guy, and uh, yeah, he's he's a full on doctor, dude. Yeah, well, I don't know what he does. Maybe he's a surgeon or something. I'm not sure, but he's uh, more important than than myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? So imagine imagine going in for surgery and being told that the singer of a punk band is going to be performing the surgery on you. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, Ken from the Bull Weevils is actually, I believe, he's a principal at like uh, at a school, like an elementary school or something. But yeah, very excited. Speaking of um, Chicago punk rock, dude, I have, of course, uh, a new release coming out, Cap Gun Heroes. Yes, and this is one that I can honestly say I've been waiting for since I first heard their EP. I've so been looking forward to this one. Dude, I've been waiting for this fucking thing for so long. And of course, uh, you know, it's just the, the, the pressing plants are behind and that was part of it and artwork issues and all kinds of issues anything that can this release has been like crazy like every roadblock seems to be being thrown at us you know but it's almost here man
this week, dude. End of this week. Yeah. It'll be out. So so have you got the actual release date? <laughs> Friday the 24th, yeah. Everything's almost done, dude. I'm, I got a feeling... <sighs> the records are here. The records are here. So waiting on some other stuff. But, um, but yeah. And I've also got, of course, same day, Pep Talk. Live, Laugh, Lobotomy. Yeah, another one I've been waiting for. Dude, you've heard that one. I have. And when I first heard it, I immediately thought, oh, how does someone come out of nowhere with something this good? <laughs> it, it's that good. <laughs> it really is. And um, I mean, I know that, I mean, to me, it's a super group. You've got guys from some of the bands in there that I've loved and listened to for years and years. And um, and yeah, I, I, you've, when you sent it, I pressed play on that first song. Um, not going to get my blood tonight, and wow, I just yeah, I just sat yeah. there and I thought, how how does anyone come out of the gate with this? That was it. You know, the first song I heard was the single. You ne- know, next to me, yeah, um, next to me, and then that was the next one, and I was like, oh my gosh, what a great opening track. This is this is killer. Don't stick me album goes from that 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 great poppy love song to to a more snotty sound and then love song and then kind of a snotty one it's so like it's just back and forth dude and it's so good it's a great album um i'm super excited to be involved with it yeah i mean congratulations on both of them and um and they and they got cj they they got C J Ramon yeah and 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 of course uh, Rocky told that story a little bit that they just sort of reached out and he did it. That's the beautiful thing these days. Like you can get, I mean you can't just get anybody. Like you're not gonna <laughs> C J Ramon's just a cool guy, you know. They reach out and I mean he has to be cool. Like they reach out to him and he fucking sings a verse, you know, or uh, or a part I should say, and um, he nailed it, dude. What a cool thing to say. I mean. It's cool for me. Like, it's really cool for them because they can say they put out a record and CJ Ramones sang on it. Like, that is something that they will always have because they are huge Ramones fans. But (laughs) I also get to say that, you know? And that's really cool for me because, like, not many people can, you know, say that, I guess. They can't claim that they've put out a record that a Ramones sang on. So 
I'm super, super stoked on it. If that was me, I'd be saying, oh, yeah, CJ was begging us to, to be on it. And we'll say, look, you have this verse. <laughs> yeah. No one would believe that, though. Nobody would believe that. So, yeah. So, we, we have... I got Pep Talk album coming out. I've got Cap Gun Heroes, which... <sighs> dude, somebody asked me which one I liked more. I was uh, like... Don't do that. Dude, I'm like, I can't do that, man. Because, A, I, I love them both. I'm putting them out. And, you know, they're, they're of course, they're both that classic pop punk sound one's a little different than the other and vice versa but dude they're both so good there isn't a there's not a bad song on either record big hits for me on there but um but the thing about the uh like cj singing is it got me thinking what a cool topic guest vocals so i threw it at you best uh best songs with uh a guest vocalist and I, uh, we came up with a cool list, dude. Yeah, it's a it's a great list. Yeah, so we just kind of like I was at work. It was some it was one weird like late night we started this. Like I was doing an overnight at work, and I was just like just thinking of shit. And I was just messaging you, and you were messaging back, and we came up with like I don't know at least twenty. Yeah, I think we had like fifty eight, and then we cancelled out all the ones that Joe Queer worked on, and we ended up with eleven. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, Joe Queer likes to do guest vocals, which is, Joe's got a cool voice, you know? He does it very well, so I, I don't know. I had enough to do a good, almost at least 20, 25, and, uh, but the thing is, it's been driving me nuts all day. I know there's more, dude. I know we missed a bunch of good oh, ones. For sure we did, but I've, um, this is what I like about it, is when this comes out... You're gonna have like 50 people in the um in the group just ripping us and going, "You missed this? How did you miss that?" <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's hard to remember them all, man. When you're trying. Yeah, for sure. And you know it'll happen as soon as we as soon as we finish this, something will just come on randomly, and we go, "Oh, there's one there," and we just completely missed it. <laughs> so we got, I I just I just put 11 together. I did a top 11, and um, I sent it to you, and then I think I just kind of rearranged them a little bit, but um. We left a bunch off, and I, I, I don't know. Like, there's a couple that I should probably have on there, but I think um, the way I ranked them was: is it a cool song? And how big is the part? And is it like, does it really make the song? You know, like there's certain people that might sing a chorus or something you can't hear them, and it's like, eh, if they weren't on there, no big fucking deal, right? But, um, but yeah. I went through them, dude, and uh, there's a, I'm looking at the list, the shit I left off, and it's like, ah, oh, there's some good ones, dude. But um, it's it's really hard to do. Like, you, you, it doesn't matter what order you put them in. As soon as you drop one out, you go, oh, it should really be in there. And yeah. So I mean, did you have any that that last minute ones that I might have missed? Uh, the only last minute one that I had that I really like is um, the bugs with with Blag from the Dwarves. I do butt stuff. That didn't even make my list, yeah. Should we do it? Start at number 11? All right, let's go. All right, number 11. Oh, man, this one, this is this was one of the obvious ones for me, but uh, Queers, I Can't Get Over You, Lisa Marr is on that one. That's one of those ones that is just, you know, it's on a great Queers record, but it's it's such a standout because, of course, you know, her voice is so so good, and it's just so unexpected on a queers record i guess at that point it makes the song sounds just so nice oh yeah it lightens it up a little bit makes it a little bit more a little poppier you know yeah it's one of the it's one of the catchiest songs on on that album 
Okay, so number 10, Leftovers, Get to Know You with Kim. I don't know that this song is better than I Can't Get Over You, but it's Kim Shattuck, dude. (laughs) And it's like so cool that the Leftovers got... I mean, when she did that, I mean, that was a while ago, but she was she was well into her, her legendary status at that point. It's just cool that she did it. I mean, they weren't, like, best friends or anything, you know? I think they just reached out to her, and she's cool, like, cool like a CJ, and she just did it. Yeah, it's well, so awesome. So it's just totally remotely. I think so. Last time I talked to Kurt, he was wasted, dude. Actually recorded with uh, <laughs> I recorded with Jeff and and Kurt, and uh, yeah, it was it was quite the conversation. Some of it I might use for an episode coming up. We'll see. Hey, on that note, I um I finally got around to listening to Kurt Baker's yeah. live at Punk Rock Reduna. It's super cool. So much energy. There you go. That's a good plug for me, dude. It's also available at Hey Pizza Records. <laughs> I wasn't doing it for that. <laughs> yeah, it is a good album, dude. It's yeah, good. I mean, just the energy of that of him you know his energy and that band like i've never seen them play but just listening to that album you can just it oozes yeah. through right yeah. the yeah, energy yeah. is it's like kurt baker energy is like nothing else yeah what's he doing what, what else is he doing now um kurt baker and jeff palmer are in that they have a new thing where they're they're playing shows and they're being billed as the new england mafia and uh brad marino and Zach, who plays on all their shit, I think, um, they're just playing shows, and it's they're going to be doing, um, you know, Kurt Baker songs and Jeff Palmer songs and Connection songs and Brad Marino songs. It's like, kind of like one of those greatest hits, like almost like a traveling Wilburys yeah. kind of band. <laughs> Not that famous, you know, but you know what I mean. I told them I was gonna, I was gonna make a set list for them, but I think by the time this comes out, they're already playing a show. So hopefully they they're not waiting for me. Oh, that'd be so much fun to do. Imagine being able to pick pick a uh, set list for any band you go and see. Still time. I haven't come up with it yet, dude. That'd be... I, I really get into that shit, so I would waste a good couple of nights stressing over that, you know? What gut song? What leftover song? What Rydell song? You know? I'd be throwing all kinds of shit at them. You should definitely do it, though. I'm going to do it. I'll find time. Yeah, so uh, number nine, man. Um, The Guts... Uh, they did, uh, they did, uh, Dave Parasite recorded, did a re-record of an old song, uh, Mary Jane. Scared 
fucking love it. I love the original too, don't get me wrong, but the re-record just sounds better. And uh, it's Dave Parasite. He's got this, uh, you know, he's he's got this great fucking voice. And you can't deny who it is. When you hear it, you know who, who you're listening to. So he adds a little bit of uh, that uh, Parasite to that song, I guess, if that makes any sense. Yeah, for sure. It's great when you hear someone and you immediately know who it is. It's Yeah, dude. I, I'm a huge Guts fan. And uh, that was a cool surprise on that record, you know, because that album, Nate wasn't on that album. So it was just Jeff. So that was weird because it wasn't that back and forth stuff. You know, it was all Jeff Palmer until till Dave Parasite showed up. So yeah, it's cool. Definitely cool. Yeah. All right. So number eight, Jagger Holly, All Alone on Christmas with Lucy Ellis, Lucy Spazzy. and Lucy Spazzy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it doesn't matter what kind of song it is, dude. It's going to be there for me. Love both of them. Even if it's a cover, whatever. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah, for sure. And who else? I mean, Lucy Spazzy singing Christmas songs. 
You think Lucy Spazzy's a big Christmas person? Huh. Uh, I don't have a clue, but uh, maybe that's why she moved to to Europe. Is it big in Australia? Christmas? Yeah. Uh yeah. Um, it's our it's our big one. Okay. Okay. It's um. Of course, we get to see the Christmas movies on our TV, and it's all snow and lovely white Christmases, and it's not that here. <laughs> yeah. It's um. It's literally it's it's hell at that time of year here. <laughs> Like 125 and... That's exactly what it is. Like, during Christmas, um, last couple of years, we've hit 50 degrees, 52, which is, you know, 125, 126 degrees Fahrenheit. Jeez, that sucks. Yeah, it um, it really does. It's um, You can't escape the heat. You just have to try and stay inside. Like, you can't um, you can't go to the beach. Well, you can. You can't. You, you wouldn't go to the beach because you'd burn in about, you know five minutes you'd be crisp um and the sand is like lava and it, even if you've got shoes on or something it just flicks up your legs and it's just <laughs> it's not a good place to be at when it's that hot <laughs> i've mentioned to i've mentioned to you guys before i mentioned to heather just the other day that when it gets that hot the road literally the tar on the road literally starts melting like it's sticking to the, the tires and the <laughs> shoes and it's it's just horrible i gotta tell you something when i was a kid i don't know if i've ever told this on the show I uh, I was probably around maybe four or five years old. Uh, they were they were resurfacing my street, and I'm barefoot outside in the driveway. Some some cool shits happening across the street. So, dude, I fucking start walking across, and this is freshly laid blacktop. I'm walking across. I stopped halfway, and was like, "Why is everyone yelling at me?" You know. I walk, continue on, I make it to the other side, and then I realize this shit's fucking hot, and I have to come back. So I run back across the street, and uh, I don't really remember, but uh, apparently the the construction workers that were there, like they were all still there. They they ran over and put me in put me in like a bucket of cream, and I did. I burned the shit out of my feet. It's crazy. How and, old were you? Four. Yeah, I was. I might even have been a. Yeah three maybe i don't know i don't remember it happening but um i couldn't walk for like a couple of months apparently really whoa yeah they were bandaged up and shit but um my feet are normal now but they're super sensitive you know like i don't not a foot guy like don't touch my feet like if if i'm at home like i i don't like having my feet touched and i just i assume that's why you know, it has something to do with that, but yeah, really, but they look fine. Just damage nerves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, I don't have like weird, like scarred up feet or anything like that, but but yeah, that's some dumb shit I did. So they're not all webbed or anything now? Nope, nope, but yeah, that stuff's hot, so, but your kids have been, they've seen snow, right? You told me you guys went to Japan and saw snow. Yeah, yeah, so about probably four years ago now, we went to, um, Went to Japan around Christmas time and uh, actually got to go up to Sendai and stay with Brian for a couple of nights, see some bands, which was unreal. And then um, we carried on up to Hokkaido, which is where all the, the skiing the skiing areas are there. And yeah, there's loads of snow and my kids loved it. So they, they'd never seen it before. But um, yeah, they loved it. We, we wandered around there for a couple of days and then the wind picked up. And uh, added that wind chill, and my kids were no longer a fan of it, so <laughs> it's quite good. 
<laughs> Snow sucks, dude. It's way overrated. It looks nice in the movies, but when you actually have to get out and shovel it and drive in it and just fucking have it blown in your face, ugh, it's the worst. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the same with any holiday. Like, you can go almost anywhere and, and think, oh, I could live here. This is great. But then <laughs> once you have to, you know, deal with those extremes every day, then, yeah, it gets yep. old pretty quick, I guess. I mean, we, we have a, we have snow in Australia. You just have to go down south to find it. Um, all right, number seven, dude. Okay, the guts again. <sighs> <laughs> Always and forever with Haley. Yeah. Haley, um, unlovable. So classic song off a classic album. Dude, it's so good. I yeah, this is the kind of list I gotta have them on there twice. You know, couldn't really choose if I had to leave one off. Not this week. So guts are on there twice. You know what? I've said it before, but I reckon you should do the Guts uh, Let It Go. Do a whole episode on it like you've done with the classic albums. I would love to. You come back and do it with me. Oh, really? <laughs> and I'll do it. I fucking love Dude, it's, it's one of my favorite records. Yeah, it's so solid. Absolutely, it's bulletproof, dude. And this duet just, oh, so awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. Yep. It's just one of those songs that I can't imagine. Like, I don't know how they do it live. I guess I've never seen them, so... I wonder if they do it like Master Shooter style, you know, bring up some random girl. I doubt it because it's not as fun. You know what I mean? It's it's a it's a straight up love song. It's not as like fun and kind of jokey and as, as that as uh, heart heart shaped guitar. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, you should get Jeff back on the show. Ask him. Maybe Jeff does it. <laughs> Number six, dude. Yeah, your turn. Um, Teen Idols. Rebel Souls, man. Dan Vapid. And it's one of those songs, like, he doesn't have the hugest part on it. <laughs> you know, it's not like, if he's not on the song, it's, it's, the song is still great. But the song is that great that it's just, it's got to be on the list.
of the best songs, man. Yeah, it's actually, I think, a lot of people's favorite from Teen Idols as well. Yeah, you know, and it's it's Teen Idols. I mean, we, at least I love the Teen Idols because I don't love, you know, I don't love everything fast. I like mid-tempo, slower, you know. I love those mid-tempo love songs. But Teen Idols, they play so fucking fast sometimes, but the songs are so melodic and they're so good that you kind of forget how fast they actually are, you know? Yeah, they're quick. But um, yeah, Rebel Souls was a song, obviously, when it came out, they hadn't really done anything like that. So very cool. It stuck out, you know? That That's it. I mean, it stuck out so much and it had Vapid on it a little bit. Very cool. Yeah. Do you, do you ever wonder how any of this came about? Like, these days it's easy, or it's easier. You can contact someone on the other side of the world and say, hey, can you sing a sing backups for me or play guitar for me and they can just say yeah sure and they'll you know the next day you've got something in your email or, or something yeah, to yeah. download and you've got you know backups from anyone but back back in you know in the mid 90s or early 2000s surely you either have to arrange it get someone flown out or just happen to be at someone's like someone's studio where they're also rehearsing or, or playing or whatever yeah I mean I think I think some of these happen because, you know, one guy has a studio and he can just record his own part and send it, or somebody might actually be recording the album and just, you know, or producing it or something. So like, hey, I'll, you know, I'll make this song better, you know? <laughs> Not like that. Do it this way. <laughs> you need to have me on your record, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, top five, dude. Okay, big top five. So number five. Screeching Weasel, Creepy Crawl with Joe Queer. Yeah, I'm gonna do, and 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 I'm gon
Dude, it's so good. That's like... I, I could bitch about this all day about that song and that album with the lack of Dan Vapid, you know? It's like, you got Dan Vapid. Fucking use him, you know? But Joe kind of makes that song, you know? He adds a lot of, like, that bubblegum kind of uh, flavor to it. His whole ba 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 you know? Without him, it's not the same, I don't think. No, it's, it's yeah, I can't even imagine it'd be a totally different song, but... um. Yeah, yeah. I, I, um, I think uh, I think that song is probably my favorite off that album. I think, yeah, maybe, yeah. It's that's for me. I love that record. So to say that, yeah, it's 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 a great one. You know, but can you imagine if Vapid would have done those? Yeah, <sighs> I don't know. Maybe it's not the same. Maybe 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 Joe was the right guy. But um, I fucking love it, dude. And I mean, what a, what a team, you know? I mean, it's Joe Queer doing a part with Screeching Weasel, perfect. Like a 90s lookout kid's wet dream. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Two legends. Uh, number four. Yep, four. Uh, I just mentioned it. Uh, Masked Intruder with uh, doing heart-shaped guitar with Mara from the mixtapes. This song is unreal. I've said it before. It's a great love song, but it's also fun, and it's funny, and it's, a, it's jokey, and it's, you know what I mean, intentionally, like, over-the-top creepy. But it's still sweet-sounding, you know? Yeah. So how do they how do they do it live? Like it's they have to play these live. So they just have random girls. I mean, it's not like I think they probably I don't know how they pick them, but they're it's not like they're like who wants to come up and sing. You know, she's already like chosen. The chosen one is already there, and she comes up. I told uh, I told Bo Basement that I think I told him I think it was him that I saw Dave Parasite do it with him once. That would be cool. <laughs> so apparently, there's only two guys that have ever sang that with them, the girl part. It was Dave Parasite, and I think it's Mikey Erg. I mean, it's just a just a cool song, man. I mean, I can't imagine writing a good song to begin with, but to write a good song that has, like, two points of view like that, that basically the, the verses are kind of the same, but they're they're just sort of, like, from a different point of view. I think it's it's very clever, and it can't be easy to do. Yeah, like... um. Uh, summer nights in in Greece, right? They do basically the same same type of thing. And I think it's one of those songs that when it came out, it was so overexposed, like it was getting played all over the place. And you know, every intruder YouTube video was was them playing it live, and that was part of the appeal because they had different different girls coming up and singing it. But uh, dude, you can't deny it, man. It is a beautiful song. Yeah, it makes it fun as well. Yeah. Top three, dude. <laughs> All right. So um, number three, again, Screeching Weasel, Turn It Around. Of course, dude. Yeah. One of the greatest duets ever, Josie Cotton. And this is one of those songs that was recorded, you know, they've never met. Kind of one of those things. She recorded it at her studio, sent the track over, and it apparently was j- just fit just right. So very cool. And uh, not the only song on the album with a guest vocalist, right? Definitely, definitely not. Um, who else? What was the other one? Losing My Mind with um, MXPX Mike. Mike Herrera? Yeah. And that's one, when he, on his song, Losing My Mind, um, I didn't, you, you don't even know it's him, you know? Yeah, I couldn't tell. I didn't know it was him at all. I didn't know either. Very cool. But um, no, Ben can obviously write a, a killer song. And Josie's got that huge voice, you know, that very like '50s bubblegum kind of sound, you know, girl group thing she can do. That just like 
Ah, just fits so perfect, yeah, dude. Yeah, what a great person to have sing on your album with you. Number two, <laughs> another Screeching Weasel song. Big shock, right? Peter Brady, dude, with Fat Mike. Yeah, unreal song. <laughs> number two it's not a huge part fat mike doesn't have a huge part um it's there because it's so classic for me you know one of the first screeching weasel records i had not probably the second one i ever had and it that part that he does is so cool like i hadn't up to that point i'm not sure if i had ever heard anything like that you know like a like a breakdown in the middle of a song that's the rules you know yeah very cool and i remember first hearing it and thinking, oh, that's Fat Mike being like no effects fan back then. Um, yeah, it was awesome to hear. See, I never knew that, dude. I didn't know it was him for some reason until like years later. Maybe I just didn't care, you know? I don't know. I wanted to put a no effects song on here. Um, Lori Myers with uh, Kim Shattuck, you know? Oh, really? I actually didn't even know that was Kim. You didn't know that was her? I d- didn't have a clue. Yeah, that's her, dude. Very fucking awesome um didn't make it just just not my favorite song you know and kim sounds unreal on that song it doesn't even really sound like her you know she sounds like kind of crazy in that song you know but very cool but it didn't make the list but i just wanted to mention it now since i don't know we're talking about mike yeah and it's as we said before it's there's so many songs and we're bound to miss some but you know (laughs) something's got to miss so this list was uh all me right i mean i i pretty much I mean, we had, we threw the songs, but I, I kind of, it's basically my top 11. But number one, when I said, I don't know, a couple of days ago or last night or whatever it was, I said, number one has to be 
this number one, and you agreed. Like, so this number one was, we didn't talk about it prior to it, we, but we both threw it at each other at the same time that this would be our number one song. Yeah, and as soon as you, uh, as soon as you gave me the topic, first song came to my mind, and there was nothing ever going to touch it, is this one. So um, it's definitely one of my favorites. So number one is The Nobodies, Scarred by Love, with, again, Joe Queer. to be number one because I don't know if it's as I mean the song is brilliant for one right but I don't know if it's as good without Joe like Joe kind of makes <laughs> this song yeah it's actually hard to even imagine what it's um what it's like with uh, Joe not singing it or JJ singing like a studio version I know there's a, a great live vi- video on um on the net where they're I'm trying to think of the place they record a lot of bands record their um like it looks like a rehearsal space, but they they record it, and the videos are really great. And it's got JJ singing, and obviously Joe's not there. And this is probably how they normally play it live. But uh, but yeah, um, JJ sings the third verse in that, and it sounds great when he comes in because it's got that, you know, that nobody snarl to it. But um, yeah, the 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 other two verses are sung by Josh. Josh Goldman does. Yeah, and it's um yeah, it sounds just great. But when Joe, I mean, on the actual the original recording. It sounds like a queer song, kind of. You're like, this would be a really, really great queer song, you know? But obviously it's not, so it's like, this is a really, really, really good nobody song. It is, yeah, but um, that that could be, to me, that could be a queer song. Like, it could be on any queers record. Yeah, but it's one of those songs that JJ, I'm assuming JJ wrote this song, he's just out of his mind on this one. It's beautiful. Yeah, actually... um. It's not the only song on that album that Joe sings in either. Yeah. He also sings in She's Getting Sick of Me. He does like angry Joe though. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 for sure. I wonder if when they did this song, Joe was like, this song is fucking incredible. I want to sing it, you know? Hey, I've got a good idea. What's that? Get JJ on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but no, seriously, this song, it's... Nothing touches it in this uh, category for me. I absolutely love this song. I've always loved this song. And um, yeah, it was never going to be anything but number one for me. Oh, number one with a bullet for me. It's not the same, you know? All these other songs, like you could take the part out and the song is still probably okay, you know? 
but not this song. You know, this song is definitely a standout because of Joe. Yeah, for sure. I, I tell you how much I love this song. So Batfoot covered this, Remington's covered this song, and um, it's one of my favorites to play live. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we um, actually were going to record it for the last Batfoot album, the Cut the Chord album. And, um, of course, Off With The Heads come out and release just an unreal version of it. So we didn't, and we did uh, Mac Pelican instead. a bunch that you know got left off the list maybe maybe people are losing their minds because these songs aren't on the list yeah good good i hope it happens because i love when people start the uh commenting on it and giving you a you know 100 other songs to listen to and remind you of it's the best <laughs> yeah so let's go through a couple that didn't make the list dude yeah, yeah let's do it how about um how about the cuts Doing the Queers cover, Love, 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 with Ben Weasel. Oh, yeah. Tring, tring, like, tring, holy tring. fuck, you know? The trifecta. Yeah, the trifecta, and it's it's so awesome, you know? But I, I thought the other, I, you know, I can't put three guts. Can't put three songs by the same band on the list. <laughs> Unless you're Screeching Weasel. <laughs> or Joe Queer, even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does a lot. He's on the, 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 the honorable mention list a few times. So, what you got? Guts? What uh, else? Um, Huntington's. So, uh... With Joe Queer, Don't Beat Me Up. And yeah, At the Beach. Yep, and At the Beach. Yep, you know, they're okay. Early Huntington's, just kind of like, huh, you know, there's a bunch of good ones ahead of it. Yeah, do you want me to read what I've got? Yeah, what do you got? Okay, so I've got um, Mac Pelican, Love is Strange with the Spazzies. Uh, Mac Pelican, King of the Surf with Joe Queer. Uh, dwarves, <laughs> Follow Me with Spike Slauson. And um, what else have I got here? How about uh, the Riverdales? Yeah, that was one that I wasn't sure. Okay, Riverdales, yeah, Fun Tonight featuring Rev Norb. He does the the talking bit. Yep, yep. It's, it's guest vocals, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think it should count. That was so cool for me because, you know, Riverdales, uh, to me, I mean, that was like Screeching Weasel, you know, like out of this world good. And to, to put that record on, 
and here here Norb, who had you know who I had sort of befriended at the time. You know, he played here a couple of times, and they were you know a, a Wisconsin band. To hear his voice on there was just unreal. But I think I left it off just because it was it was just kind of a talking part, you know. Yeah, actually, you've just reminded me. There's a um, Mark Adkins from Guttermouth. He does similar thing for a, a ska band, and I'm trying to remember the name of the band. They're super fast ska, ska core, whatever you want to call it, um, type band, and he does like a spoken, oh, what's it called? Spoken intro. Oh, what are they called? No idea. Um, <laughs> anyway, it'll come to me later, but he, he does the same thing. So yeah, there's another one like that, I guess. I got one. I got a little bit of a newer band. Uh, the Randells. Ah. They did that great song, Karen, off the, off the record with uh, Valentina De Rosa from The Nuts. song's killer yeah actually that whole album is killer great band sweden yeah well are they from is it sweden i don't know they're from they're scandinavian yeah one of those countries you might be right great band dude and uh no that was one that was teetering on the list it was like god i almost almost wanted to put them on just because i wanted a new band on there you know felt like everything else on the list other than like you know jagger holly was Stuff from, you know, at least 10 years ago. So, almost put them on there. Yeah. It's that good. Great song. Yeah, it should be on there. And she, she's she got a great voice. Hey, I got another Kim song. Another Kim song? For sure, you definitely know this. Uh, you're talking uh, Don't Go Breaking My Heart. That's the one. 
by MTX. That's a good one, you know, and that got, that's that's not the I don't know. It's they did a good job, but it's not like my favorite song, you know. So it's just kind of I don't know. Never did anything for me, but it was cool to hear her come in on a Mr. T Experience song. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, what about the Mangers? Got a couple in here. One with Joe Queer and one with Kitty Kowalski. <laughs> yeah, Joey song. That's a great one. What song? What? What? So Joe sings. Um, you don't want to be like me with the Mangies. What else did he do? That is that it? Uh, I'm not sure. He's probably got more. Yeah, seems like there's there's probably more. <laughs> um, I got a weird one. Oh yeah. Um, Riptides. Someone just like you with Biff Naked. Mm. You remember Biff Naked? No, I don't. She was uh was like kind of like a one hit wonder here in the states. I remember there was like alternative radio here had you know one song in the you know late '90s, and it was like I just never got into it, but uh, Canadian stuff. So did the song with the Riptides, dude, and she sounds great on it. Cool song. Yeah, right. Well, I've never heard of Biff Naked, but I'll search it up after. Biff Naked? Yeah, that's. I'm going to leave it at that. So it was like a huge, a big hit, was it? Yeah, I don't remember the, the, the hit. There was a hit, though. I mean, maybe not a huge hit, but got played on the radio quite a bit here. Yeah, right. So 90s type. Like right around the time, like, you know, like No Doubt and Dancehall Crashers were kind of making it, you know? She came along. Good or bad. I mean, I, I don't remember much. Just never really grabbed me, I guess. So Yeah. Okay. Hey, I've got another one. What you got? Um, so, Pansy Division. Average men with yeah. a uh, with a big one. <laughs> Not that big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Average Men with Jello Biafra, dude. They're obviously on his, um, on his uh, Alternative Tentacles label. Yeah, and I mean, he's... I'm not. I'm not a huge Dead Kennedys fan. Never was, but um, dude, he's a legend. You can't deny that. How cool for them. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's one of the big ones, right? And I mean, it's a song that's sort of a weird Pansy Division song. It doesn't scream Pansy Division song when you when you hear it. It actually has that kind of, at least to me. You know, I'm not a huge fan, but it, it has a Dead Kennedys kind of vibe to it. Oh, for sure. And I mean, as soon as he starts, you know, 100% it's him. Oh yeah. Dead Kennedys were, you know, forever ago, right? I mean, he sounds the same on that record, on that song. It's like this guy's got, you know, his voice just doesn't quit. So, no change. Like, it sounds like it's something he recorded, you know, 35 years ago or some shit. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's still got the voice. What else you got, man? I think I got one more. Uh, I think it's, uh, it's going to go pretty deep. Um, kill that girl. It's up to you. With uh, Chris from Stinking Polecats.
that's that's pretty deep, dude. <laughs> um, oh, well, there was another Screeching Weasel one. That's kind of weird. Didn't It wasn't on my list, but I thought about it. Um, a New Tomorrow. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And that's got, like, I don't know, Joey Vindictive's on that one, and Blake from Jawbreaker, I think, and I don't know who else, but it's kind of a... Yeah, legend lineup. ...who's who <laughs> of, a, of a cast there, so that's cool. Um, no, nah, there's more, dude. There's one more. What am I... Oh, the Putts, dude. Ah, uh, of course. Isn't there a Putts one? Yes, with, of course, Joe Queer. <laughs> of course, Joe Queer, yeah. man. <laughs> uh, meet me at the beach. He sang with everybody, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's a compilation album or two out, right? With uh, just songs that he's singing with other people. Yeah, yeah. Joe, of course, sang with the Nobodies on that record. Nobodies with Joe Queer. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Queers for a day, Nobodies for life, the seven inch. Fun list, dude. It's actually kind of one of those lists that I've had in the back of my mind for a while, you know? It's nice to finally have a reason to do it, all because of CJ, all because of Pep Talk, somehow Sweet Talk CJ Ramon into recording with them. How awesome is that, dude? Yeah, it's unreal. I'm so happy for him. <laughs> so let me ask you, if you could have anybody, like, sing on a Remington song, who are you picking? Oh, that's a, that's a really, really tough one. Definitely KJ without even a shadow of a doubt. KJ for sure. For sure. That'd be one of the coolest things ever. Do you think KJ would ever do that? Because I don't think he's ever done that before. I don't know. I don't think he's ever done. I don't think he's ever done guest vocals. He should, dude. Uh, he should. It'd be the coolest thing. Yeah, for him, for sure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah for him. <laughs> oh, I was yeah. going to say something, and uh, now you've you've made me all flustered. Yeah, now you're all distracted. <laughs> yeah, seems like seems like there sh- there should be more of them. You know, there's some really good ones. Like the my list, my top eleven, I think is really good, and it's it's kind of cool to hear that. You know, even I bitch about the weasel thing, but it's you know I want vapid on those songs because it's vapid, but. It is cool to to listen and be like, oh shit, that's Joe, you know, or that's that's Doctor Frank. How yeah. cool is that, you know? Yeah, it makes it fun. But it's also cool when you can't. It's more fun, but it's it's also fun when you can't, when you don't know who it is, and then later you find out, oh, it's the guy from MXPX, you know? Yeah. Didn't even know that. So yeah, it's yeah. cool. Okay, then so I got a question for you then. So if you could pick anyone to do, um, I guess vocals for a what band? Who would it be? <sighs> Oh, man. Um, maybe, like... No, I'm not going to pick Joe Queer. I think, you know, what would be cool would be... Um, and and this is something that could definitely happen. But I think... Uh, how about Andrea from the Mangies? Maybe with, with Weasel. Yeah, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool, huh? That'd be amazing, yeah. Really, really, any him with anybody would be kind of cool. Like, him with the Huntingtons. Just sounds like... Maybe a little too perfect. How about this actually happened? Uh, Jimmy Vapid sang, they, he did Reduno with the Mugwumps. Yeah, that's right. I remember you mentioning. Like he did a whole set, you know. I mean, they were they were his band, but that's, that's right. cool. That's like a dream team, right? Definitely, yeah. Yeah. So maybe like that would be cool. Like maybe Jimmy Vapid with like, mm, God, it could be anybody, you know, like Mangies. Oh, yeah. You know? Wow. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That'd be killer. But then again, you know, that's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you know, it's Mangies. One of the things that makes them great is Andrea, you know? What about Kepi? Has Kepi done any vocals for anyone? I don't know, dude. I don't, I can't think of anything. No. I'm sure he has. Yeah, I thought, I thought there was something, but I'm yeah, probably wrong. That would be cool. Yeah, Kepi, you know, Kepi singing with, God, I can't even think of who he would be like perfect with. 
Yeah, he's got that really unique voice. Yeah, he does the copyrights, which is great. I mean, him with the copyrights is like totally a, a something you didn't know you wanted, you know? But it's really cool. But they're not doing like copyright songs, you know? It's they're basically the Groovy Ghoulies, so. Um, yeah, and the accelerators. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think I think uh, Andrea. Yeah, Andrea singing with with the Huntingtons or like Screeching Weasel would just be killer, yeah, you know. So cool to hear. Yeah, he's got such a great voice, you know. Jay from Jagger Holly singing with anybody would be, you know, he's got such a distinct voice and it's just, it's just great, you know. Like maybe Matt D. Crack. Matt D. Crack with. Oh man, imagine Matt D. Crack just tearing it up with Screeching Weasel. There's a real mind bender for you, right? You're living in a fantasy world, William. I think my dream thing would be a Teen Idols reunion with Lucy Spazzy on bass. <laughs> How perfect is that, dude? Yeah, and she'd pull it off as well. She's got the look, the voice, definitely got the chops. You know, she played with D-Cracks, so she can keep up. Yeah, yeah, for sure she could. <laughs> um, yeah, anyways, dude, guest vocals, dude. So I'll, you got you to gotta get KJ. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll start work on that tomorrow. Fun topic. I got to get you on more, man. I wish you could be like permanent co-host with me. It'd be a blast, dude. I love, I always love our, our chats. Oh, me too. I love it. It's, um, it's also it's so much fun being on and yeah, thanks so much for having me on. So uh, yeah, privilege. I watched that movie you asked me to watch. Ah, oh, The Wrong Missy. I watched it, dude. Dude, I, I'm an idiot. So <laughs> I've, I've never seen it, but I had, I've seen it on Netflix and I did not know that was David Spade. For some reason, he's wearing a I, he's wearing a wig. I don't is it? It's got to be a wig. But I thought from the from the cover of it, I thought it was that Dax Shepherd guy. Kind of looked like him, and I was like, ah, eh, fuck that guy. And then um, uh, I'm kind of chilling and at Netflix, and I'm like, oh, what do I want to watch? And I'm like, oh yeah, the wrong Missy Craig told me to watch that, so I put it on. And I'm like, and right away, dude, in the first like first opening scene i'm like oh yeah this is this movie's fucking incredible and it really was it was a great probably the raunchiest happy madison movie yeah it's it's so funny <laughs> i just loved it and i i don't know do you know who the girl is in it i don't know who missy is but she's just nuts she's crazy she was perfect for that role yeah she's unreal i actually <laughs> looked around for more movies that she's been in nick swardson was great yes, in it, you know yes he's He's one of those guys. He's so big. He's put so much weight on. Dude, it's not that he's fat. His head is so big. Do you notice how his... He looks like a, a gorilla. Like his head and neck are really huge and his body's not that big. Yeah. So he looks strange. Yeah, I love him. He's... um. I try and watch all his stuff. Grandma's boy, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. Did, hey did you see the news yesterday? Dante, the guy who plays Dante, got arrested. What? What for? For like, like threatening to kill his neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. How's that say? Don't make Dante mad. <laughs> yeah, that's but so I mean, crazy. Yeah, they probably yeah they're probably calling him Dante or something. Maybe he doesn't like that. I don't know. But <laughs> that's his real name. <laughs> I'm serious. Is it really? His real name is Dante. Peter Dante. No, he um. I was watching something on Grandma's Boy, and they said uh when they were casting it. They gave him the role and said, "We're just going to call you Dante because we can't <laughs> be bothered coming up with a, a like a, a character name for you." So <laughs> that was it. Waterboy Star. That's what he's known as, the Waterboy Star. Um, 
arrested allegedly threatened to kill a neighbor. That's madness. He's like the most chill person ever. I don't give a fuck. Dude, he looks... I'd love to see the police interview of him, of them with him. Him just sitting there going, Dante, try to sleep. They make noise. Dante, mad. <laughs> He's in all those movies. I mean, I, like Big Daddy, Little Nicky. Oh, oh, man. That's so good. He's in the classics, man. Yeah, just Sandler just casts all his friends. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. Him and the cross-eyed guy are his, are his buddies. That guy's... Yeah. He's not really cross-eyed, is he? A big guy. I don't know. He's cross-eyed in every movie, though. Yeah, he must just be his thing. I don't know. He's great, though. Anyway. All right, man. Anything else? Uh, don't think so. No, not for me. No. No fun Remington's news, no shows, no, no record no show, yet. No shows. Record is getting closer. We've had progress. So they started getting some um, some songs through. So getting closer and closer. Just Everything's just been, yeah, just slowed right down over here because of this lockdown stuff. Dude, it'll be... Heather said that uh, Cap Gun Heroes was one of the most anticipated punk rock records. I, I'll put my two cents in there for Remington's too, dude. We've been seems like we've been kind of talking about it for a year now. Do you know that um do you know that when this episode comes out, this marks just about the one year uh I guess one year anniversary of me kind of uh going going solo with the show. Oh well. Well congratulations for keeping it on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean it's not a big deal, but I think it'll be just before that. Yeah. So this coming week is yeah, that week I looked and it was uh, I think September twentieth, twenty first or twenty second of last year was uh, episode. I think it was episode one twenty five with the dunk. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Wow. I couldn't get I couldn't get anybody else. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. He's a great guy, and uh, I got to have him back too, man. Yeah, those guys are all cool. I just finished my my bottle of Dr Pepper, so that's um, I guess time clock there now i wish that i had gone and got a dr pepper before doing this so i could have had one as well you should have i forgot i really wanted to talk to you about this and it's something i completely slipped my mind we had a nice little chat last night about cheese curds we did we did <laughs> and you have never had a cheese curd pretty sure i've never had a cheese curd um i had to google it and um read up on what they were and i've never heard of them before uh um, I went to our, one of the supermarkets here just today and um, went up to the cheese section and asked the guy that was stacking the shelves there if he's heard of cheese curd and he said he's <laughs> never heard of them. So I don't know. It, it's strange. They look a bit like uh, what we've got here called uh, boccaccini, which is like a, I guess like a mozzarella type ball. I looked that up. They don't look the same though. Um, but I'll, I'll keep looking. I'll, I'll ask a couple of chef friends I know and things like that and see see if i can find them surely there's you know there's surely there's something like that here it's be strange if we didn't have it but yeah who, who knows i did check out like a um a huge supermarket chain here so one of your um like um now what are they called what's the big uh like food stores in your area uh where i live we have festival foods and woodman's but i don't those aren't nationwide and uh, grocery stores are weird here we don't i don't know if there is you know, besides like fucking Walmart or something. Okay, yeah. So it'd be like the equivalent of Walmart is what I checked. Cheese curds are the best, dude. Let me tell you about cheese curds. So you can get them either cold, just like cheese, or they're deep fried. And man, if you get the right one, they're, they're both just 
just the best thing ever. Um, there used to be, when, growing up, I would see, like, you go to a gas station, and you'd see a bag of cheese curds sitting on the counter. And I was always like, it's fucking gross, man. It's cheese. I can't sit out, you know, at room temperature. Yeah, right. But um, one time, not, you know, like, yeah, it was a long time ago now, probably 20 years ago. I was in a, you know, I was 20-some years old. I, I remember I'm driving back from a show at the Fireside in Chicago, and I get to Wisconsin Dells, which is only like maybe an hour and a half from, from my place, and I go into the gas station getting some snacks or whatever, and I see this bag of cheese curds. <laughs> it's like, you know, 2 o'clock in the morning or whatever it was, and I bought it. I bought the bag, and I opened it up, and I, I wasn't even out back on the interstate by the time that bag was gone, dude. It was so good. <laughs> smashed Because they get warm. Yeah, I smashed the shit out of it. They're, they get squeaky. And anyone who's had a cheese curd know, like, that squeaky kind of, you take a bite and you can hear it, like, you know? Sounds like polystyrene. Unbelievably good, man. Just delicious. But, yeah, around here, um, yeah, like, not everywhere has, most places have, like, deep fried cheese curds, but not everyone does it, like, really, really good. But oh man, when you get a good deep fried cheese curd from a place, you just you just keep going back. So good, man. Well, it sounds like something I'd like because I love cheese. You would love it, dude. I wish I could send you a bag, but it's like I can't really, you know, can't send <laughs> yeah, cheese. That won't get through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But take my word for it, dude. I don't know, like it's they're not everywhere, dude. It's you can't. I don't think you can go to like Texas or Florida and get cheese curds. You know, maybe you can. I just don't think so. But you ask people from around here. And that's, you know, everybody knows. I think Heather mentioned, uh, what's your favorite burger or something? And um, then next minute we were talking about cheese. Yeah, yeah, that's how it started, yeah. <laughs> you said your favorite's a curd burger. Curd burgers, dude, that's, oh my God, so good. So, like, I can't believe I'm not dead, you know, from the amount of, like, cheese curds and, like, batter fried cheese curds. just so not healthy, but... I have no limits with that shit either. If I order cheese curds, like, you don't leave any behind. That's right. You've got to do it right, you know, straight <laughs> to the heart. It's like, yeah, your your arteries are closing up, and you're like, there's one left. There's one left. i got to do it. So, cool, man. But, yeah, like I said, you're, you you got to come back whenever you want. You just let me know, and you're back. Um, but definitely thanks for uh, – I needed an episode, dude. I, like, I, I just needed something – and we had a fun topic. I got two records coming out the end of the week. Um, hopefully people dig them. I think they will. I think they will. And, and you know what I think that a, a lot of people are looking at at the moment and learning about? What Celadon is. <laughs> when I first read the colors, I thought there was either a typo or you've left it in the uh, in a foreign language or something because I've never heard of Celadon. But I, I looked it up and, yeah, it looks, um, looks really good, really cool. Yeah, it's like... Uh, uh, like early '80s uh, grandma's bathroom look, looks looks excellent. Um, yeah, I'm sure they're gonna look as good as they sound anyway. Dude, the record's killer. That both records are. So I'm super excited. Um, don't usually like doing episodes, you know, about you know my own shit, but uh, nothing nothing wrong with that. Uh, man, if if I wasn't putting them out, I'd be talking the shit out of these records for sure. Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, hopefully after this week. Um, it's been about a month since I had an episode out, which sucks, but um, hopefully I can have an episode next week. I don't have anything planned, really, but um, you know things things keep falling through, and I'm so busy at work, it's hard to it's hard to find time right now. But 
hopefully I'm back on a on a more regular basis. <laughs> I keep saying that, but dude, it's keeps falling through. But it's not always my fault. <laughs> You're busy with work and life, and you know. <laughs> yeah. Everyone appreciates the episodes when they come out. I don't know about that, but like I said, I don't know if there's a show next week. I'd hate to say there is, but um, I'd say in the next few weeks when when work work should let up a little bit and uh, and yeah, hopefully I could do do some more, man. I kind of miss it, you know. Hey, do you have a joke this time? I miss your jokes. I do not have a joke. Um, yeah, I forgot about the joke. Let me think. I actually, I did. I watched. This isn't a joke, but I watched. Uh, before I came here, I've been trying to get Eli to watch some movies with me, and we started watching uh, *Planet of the Apes*, the Mark Wahlberg, you know, remake. And at the end of that movie, um, I don't know if you remember the end, but he he goes back on his little space pod, and he he ends up at the Abraham Lincoln, you know, monument, and it's actually a, a an ape. So I said, "Hey," and I looked at Eli, and I said, "It's." Abraham Lincoln <laughs> <laughs> and he said that's the worst joke ever dad and I'm like whatever I'm like that's the best joke so um, what do you got yeah, you got a good one no I agree with you on that um, so mine's I guess down the similar line as yours but my son started enjoying some movies and he wanted to watch Star Wars so we got Star Wars and we were watching that and he you know kids they just ask the most random questions at any time anyway he goes dad what's Yoda's last name and I said, oh, I don't know. I'll, I'll have to look into this for you. So anyway, I'm, I'm searching. Had a bit of a dig around for it, and um, of course, I couldn't find anything about Yoda's last name. But uh, anyway, all of a sudden, I went, "Oh, this will this will keep him quiet." I went, "Hey, I got it, got it for you." I went, "Yoda's last name, Lehi Hu." He goes, "What?" I went, "It's Lehi Hu." You know where I'm going with this, don't you? <laughs> Yoda Lehi Hu. Did he do it? You know what kids are like. Once they get a joke, you hear it 20 times a day. Dude, that's that's an awesome joke. All right, dude. But I, like I said, you're always welcome back. And uh, next week, no idea, but stay safe, stay healthy until then, and we'll see you guys later. See you. Good night, baby.
Oh, very.